should taste that. 44 seconds left. Two wideouts each way. Van Treese now goes empty as the back sprints out. It's a quarterback draw. Van Treese to the five, to the one, dives, leans. Touchdown. Touchdown. And Georgia Southern has the lead with 36 seconds left. That was the game-winning touchdown. First time that they had run quarterback draw. And and that was the thing. The, I mean, the, credit where credit's due. That was the a run hell plays, of a play call. The run plays that broke were were called at a great time. The run plays, the the screens that they ran when Nebraska because Nebraska was pinning their ears back for a while there in the second half. Yes. Trying to get pressure. Um and they did a really good job of sprinkling in just enough of the they did a better job with the draws in the first half. Nebraska seemed to be kind of fitting those a little bit better in the second half, but in exchange they were giving up the screen passes, which Clay Helton did a really good job calling this game. Now, it was against what has turned out to be a horrific defense. And that's the thing that's scary, isn't it, Robbie? Even if you make a coaching change at whatever point you make the coaching change, it's not going to change the fact that you have a defense right now that is a sieve. Here's the thing, though. Do you think for a second that Georgia Southern's offense has more talent than Nebraska's defense? Um, no. That's, that's, that's my point. Right? Does yeah. is North Dakota not more talented than Nebraska? No. Right? But they were in the game with them for three quarters because Nebraska's poorly coached. Yeah. Georgia Southern, you want to go guy for guy. And listen, I know, I think it was Brian was talking about athletes. Listen, I get that Nebraska doesn't have the athletes to run with Ohio State or Michigan right now. They have the athletes to run with Georgia Southern. They should. But if you're running in the wrong direction, it doesn't matter how fast you right. go. But that, my point is, and I'm not trying to make the argument that, well, you might as well just keep Frost to the end because – but even if you get rid of Frost, I mean, others are going to stay behind and have to run the team for the rest of the season. And I'm just afraid that there are some fundamental things that are so wrong with his defense. Now, maybe maybe some of it will be cleared up, you know, just because maybe some of the dysfunction will go away. Because trust me, there's yeah. dysfunction going on behind the scenes when it comes to, you know, player personnel decisions and who plays and who doesn't play and you know guys leaving the team one day and they're coming back the next day and a lot of that stuff that can cause other guys on the team to go WTF yeah what the hell's going on here that some of that will go away but you know I don't know if that's if that alone is going to make the defense necessarily better this year is done that's the thing is this year is over all that we have left I mean did you see the big 10 left sure Except Minnesota. They're pretty bad. <laughs> but, trying to make a case. <laughs> but the point is, you don't fire Frost for this year. No, no. Like, you're, it doesn't you're, you're matter. doing it for the whole It term, doesn't yeah. matter what happens the rest of the year after Frost gets fired. It's just so that you can be first in line to get the guys you want. Yeah. 402-951-1620. Here is Larry. Hi, Larry. Hi, how's it going? Fine, Larry. What's your take? So I've been listening, and all I hear is a lot of negativity around Coach Frost and all the blame going on Coach Frost. And to me, I feel like that's misplaced. I, I feel like we got to give this guy a chance. You know, this is one game. We're overreacting Larry, to one game. Well, Larry, we just had the other caller. If you're trying to troll us, that, that joke's already been played. Well, you know, it's the third game of the season. The, where and the 47th game of the tenure, yes. 
It's the 47th and, game of the tenure, 16 wins. Right, but this is this is one game. The 47th game of, of the tenure, 16 wins. And there's a big game next week, and I feel like we should be, you know, supporting our guy, getting behind him for next week for a big game against Oklahoma. I'll get behind uh, him while we kick his ass out the door. How's that sound? <laughs> I don't know about that. I feel like, you know, what good's it going to do to fire a guy third game into the season? 47th like, game of the tenure, 16 wins. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like, you know, he's got to have some time to get his guys 47th there. game of the of tenure, 16 wins. Larry, I'm going to keep saying, if you're going to keep bringing up those arguments, I'm going to keep reminding you, 16 wins in 47 games, worst win percentage since Bill Jennings. And, Larry, if you're not familiar with Bill Jennings, he was the guy that preceded Devaney. He had a win percentage under 33%. This is the worst since Bill Jennings. Well, I mean, it's this is a slam dunk hire for us. And, you know, Who, what's, like who's a slam dunk hire for us? Hey, we need to we need to actually, you know, get our support behind him. Let him get a chance to get his guys in there. 16 wins in 47 games. Well, I'm going to keep saying it, Larry. At the beginning too, but we're in year five, man. He's got five, his brother. guys in there. We're in year five. He's got his guys in there. This isn't year two. There's no Mike Riley guys left to blame. Well, Larry, I, mean, I can keep going all day, my man. There there was a lot of, with the COVID situation, there's a nope. lot of. The COVID nope. situation. Nope. Oh, my God. Nope. I, remember when Nick Saban's program fell apart during COVID? Remember when Dabo Sweeney's program fell apart during COVID? Remember, Remember when, when Pat Fitzgerald's program fell apart during COVID? Remember? Larry, I can go all night. <laughs> what about Kirby Smart? Remember when lowly Iowa State couldn't get through co- Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yes, creep in Omaha. I know he's messing with me. Native boys. The negative boys. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> Here is Nick. Hi, Nick. Thanks for waiting. Hey, fellas. Thanks for having me. Um, long time listener, first time caller. I'm here with my old man, Daryl. And uh, I'm with you. Uh, you know, I've had a couple, but I don't think I can out drink Larry in his last. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just a troll. But yeah. it was it was fun to remind people that there's been 16 wins in 47 games. Yeah, people forget. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wanted so badly to believe that Frost was the answer to our problems. So badly. And I know I know I'm not alone there, but um, but even last year I was over it. You know, you, you can only blame COVID for so much. You know, our defense. Well, no, no one, no one's even thinking that anymore, Nick. No I, I mean, yeah. no. you're the one constant here, with regardless of what excuse people want to throw out, is that Frost has been in charge. That's the one con. You yeah. know, yes. First, the offense wasn't quite good enough. Frost was in charge. First, the special teams were messed up. Frost was in charge. COVID, Frost was in charge. Now the defense is terrible, Frost in charge. That's four different major areas in five years, and the one constant is that Frost is in charge. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I'm 100% with you guys. It's, Frost needs to go sooner rather than later. Screw waiting until October. You know, $7.5 million is a drop in the bucket for this program. Um, it, just get it done. Yeah. Rip the Band-Aid off. It'll, it'll be done, Nick. It'll be done. I don't know when. But it will be done. Hopefully sooner rather than later. This is going to be a real painful three weeks if we have to wait for. Yeah. 
technically it's only one more game until October. You think they fire him the morning of the Indiana game? (laughs) Well, they announced a contract extension uh, the morning of the Wisconsin game in year two, and he had a losing record. It'd be a little funny. If he got canned, like, at 12.01 on October 1st, it'd be a little funny. David is up next on Big Red Overreaction. Good evening, David. Hey, guys. What's up? I apologize. I just choked on a little Coors Light there. Uh, <laughs> pouring one out. For a Thank you for uh, supporting our fine sponsor, Coors Light. Of course. Every day. Uh, so, I mean, I just really wanted to chronicle my fandom of uh, as being a 90s kid. I mean, I'm 36 years old now. Uh, I was just hoping this Husker fandom journey kind of resonates with at least my generation, maybe more. And I don't know. I'm, I'm not looking to solve any problems here tonight or, like, propose any solutions for our team whatsoever. I just, you know, the journey I'm on is from my 90s, obviously, of course, titles, titles, titles. There was a, I remember an early season loss against Arizona State that hurt. I remember the 7 7 solid season. Like, ouch, okay, we can do better. Maybe we can do better. Who knows? Callahan. We get Texas Tech. I, I remember one, one game they hung like 70 or something. And I thought that was like just, oh my God, like what happened? Yeah. <laughs> And then there was the 2000, I think it was like five, 2006, Oklahoma State loss, and like the entire stadium was empty. There was the Ball State game. I mean, but that was surely rock bottom, right? Right? I mean, am I crazy? But <laughs> Big 12 championship game, mostly bowls. Then we have Fellini. That's all fresh enough for us to remember. I mean, we've got a Many bad losses from that era to remember. I mean, there's the Iowa State Apple turnover game where we all remember like <laughs> seven to nine or something. I don't know. Um, seven turnovers doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. We could go down memory lane forever. Yeah. And I'll, I could go down and down and down the list. So there's, there's Riley, and we remember the 56 14 loss. Regardless, 19 and 19, I think, Mark at Nebraska. I mean, None of us are Riley defenders here or fans, but there was a Michigan State game we won that was ranked, and it was still one of the worst records since 1961 that he had. So fired, right? In comes our savior, and where do I begin? I mean, there's not much you can say that you guys don't already know, that all the listeners don't already know, but I'll skip through the first three years just to last year that first game against Illinois I think it was Brett Bielema's first game with Illinois and we thought last year was really going to be the year we turned it around (laughs) yeah that's what we thought and when we lost to Illinois I thought that was rock bottom I I thought that was really rock bottom for the program And, and I don't know what to say at that point I lost interest I became somewhat apathetic But, you know, we all still watch every single week. There's no amount of apathy that can force us to not watch the game. And so I'll fast forward all the way to this game. (laughs) I keep saying this. I try and try to say this. I think this 
maybe rock bottom. I don't know. Well, maybe David, I'll I can tell you, I, I'll just stop you there. And thanks for a lot for the call. You cannot identify rock bottom in the moment. It cannot no. be done. No. Frost tried to do that in 2018, and I excoriated him for it, and rightfully so. He tried to say the Michigan game was rock bottom. Well, obviously, there were a lot more losses to come and a lot more painful ways to come. So, uh, all we know is this. It's, it's hit enough bottom that we know that it's time to find a new guy with the shovel. That's, and that's all, that, that's all that really matters at this point. Who cares if this is the bottom because – it's for for Scott Frost. It's his bottom. It's done. It's over. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really he's Ned Stark. He's in the dungeon. <laughs> he's just waiting for Joffrey to give the order, and and someone out there is playing Sansa and saying, "Oh, please don't apologize. I swear." And then Joffrey will change that's, his mind and off with his that's head. Tom Osborne is playing Sansa. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, that that's yeah, allegedly who saved. There's no call year. coming from the governor. No, no one's yeah, no one's calling for him. the governor. Yeah. The axe is coming. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of do we wait and save $7.5 million or does it happen sooner rather than later and you put everybody out of their misery because it is miserable right now. Um, it The next few weeks are going to be awkward as hell. Yeah. It Re- will. Oh, yeah. Regardless of what happens. I mean, it's just a dead man walking situation here. And what do you do if you're Trev? Like the – fiscally responsible thing to do is to wait until October 1st. The good news, I mean, like I said, the good news, Robbie, is there's only one more game between now and the, and, but you technically can't fire him on the 18th because you still have two weeks. Yeah. You have to, I mean, what would make the most sense is to fire him after Oklahoma so that you have the bye week, you can have the interim coach and whatever. Right. But you're still, Firing him two weeks before the seven and a half million dollars drops off. So now I'm uh, now I'm I am starting to wonder, and I I was very adamant that man, this is going to look poorly on Trev if he if he goes back on his decision. But now you're almost at a point where you're just like, you know what, we're going to have to choke on that extra seven and a half. I think you're going to have to. I think he's got. I think Trev has to be making calls as we speak to boosters. My guess is those calls may have already been made. Maybe, but if. <laughs> He might or be, it'll be easier to make them tonight I would say or he, tomorrow morning. He might be like, hey, um, you still have my Venmo? You still got that cash app? Because uh-huh. uh, we're going to need those funds a little sooner than we thought, and we're going to need about twice as much because this cannot continue. Yeah. It just can't. 402-951-1620. Tonight's show is brought to you by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill, and by Burton when your plumbing's hurting. Just call Burton. Back with more after this. It's unsportsmanlike conduct, not it's big red overreaction. Yes. <laughs> On 1620 the zone, 1620thezone.com and 1019 the keg.